All right. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether this is uh, your first time listening to Teamlicious podcast or if you are a returning listener. We're so grateful that you're here. And I am super, 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 super grateful for our guest that is coming on today. Um, she is actually local to my area and she is an SD teacher, which really, really, really excites me because, um, as you guys know, teaching is my favorite thing ever. So to have an actual SD teacher with me today is super exciting. This is Stephanie. Stephanie is going to be chatting with us about how there's so many different um, ways you can go into um, becoming either, either an esthetician or a cosmetologist or whatever beautician path you decide. There's so many different um, I guess you could say niches, or I, I just don't like that word. <laughs> Niche is so overplayed. Uh, but there's just so many different um, specialties that you can get into when becoming either an esthetician, a barber, a Cosmo, um, depending what state you're in, maybe a lash, um, a lash specialty license. Even within a lash specialty license, there's so many different routes that you can go. And I'm really excited to talk to her about this because she has really honed in on something that I feel is um, kind of not as... Um, popular in the sense of there's not a ton of people that specialize in what she specializes in. So I'll stop rambling on and let her tell you a little bit about herself. If you would please introduce yourself, Stephanie, and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Stephanie Marin. I am a licensed esthetician. I've been licensed for uh, five, almost six years or so now. And uh, I am actually an SD teacher at Lou Ross Academy in Ventura. My alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> and I also am a full body waxer and I specialize in Brazilian waxing. That's intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like, I remember when I was in esthetician school and I thought to myself like, okay, yeah, we learned this stuff, but like who actually wants to do this? I, I like, no joke. I never even, I would, people would ask me, do you do body waxing? And I said, as long as it's above your boobs. Yeah anything above the, I'll do your back. I'll do your sideburns. I'll do your, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do your chest even, but in underarms for sure. But anything lower than that count me out. So I'm so grateful that there's people out there that will do the entire body. And I know that, uh, that comes with pros and cons for sure. And we'll get more into that in a little bit, but, um, I would love to know, uh, what was the original reason you became an esthetician? Was it always to be a body waxer? Actually, no. You know, it's funny. Uh, I never wanted to wax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the main reason why I became um, an SD, uh, like most teens, you know, I struggled with like less than perfect skin. And looking back on it, my skin was not bad at all. Oh, yeah. We all I think we all have that one thing that we thought was horrible. And we realized uh, I'd kill to have that again. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But uh, I felt very out of place uh, with most girls my age, like just because like I was so fixated on like my skin and how it made me feel and everything. Um, and then also college didn't really seem like an option for me. Um, I don't know if you ever felt that way, too. Um, I love school. So no, you really. No, but, you know, my husband does. My husband's not. Yeah, I'm I'm going back. I'm very determined. Once we get things settled here, I really want to go back and finish and get my 
master's and hopefully we get my doctorate. It's like a dream of mine to go to uh, Pepperdine University. It's always been my dream. I love school. Oh, the waves, man. <laughs> I'm a, I know cool. I'm, a, I'm weird. I'm not, most people are not like that, but I like school. <laughs> I, it's, it's never, it's something that has never come natural to me. Like it's, it was never easy for me. Um, I, and I'll bet you it's the traditional like nature of it. You know, it's like yeah. the fact, like the way the school system is structured is not ideal for most people. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I actually, what some people may not know about me, um, I actually have a pretty severe learning disability slash brain processing disorder. Wow. So no, uh, I would not, I especially being an, a teacher, I would definitely not, um, think that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. It's, it's almost like uh, dyslexia, but uh, I'm fine with words. I've never had an issue with uh, reading or comprehension, but uh, I can't process numbers the way that most people can. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was definitely uh, dyscalculia. Okay. So it, yeah, it's very similar. Wow. That's, that would definitely mess you up in school for sure. Yeah. Um, it actually took me three times to pass my California high school exit exam. <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. You, yeah. That must've been so frustrating. Like, you Dude, know, it was. knowing like I'm smart, like I'm smart, I'm not dumb, but then I can't do these things. That's, you know, th there's that most people basic, can. right? Yeah. It, it was very frustrating growing up. So, but you did it. Um, you passed. <laughs> yeah. I passed <laughs> Took three times, but I passed. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> But so, um, that was yeah. why you decided to go like more into a trade then? Yeah, exactly. I, again, like I didn't really feel like college was even an option for somebody like me. Um, I wasn't really interested in the same career routes that, you know, other kids my age were, um, you know, like growing up in Santa Maria, like a lot of the kids around me went to schools like Cal Poly Slow. Um, yeah, that's, that's not the route. No, yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of people go there are engineers. So that's exactly like yeah. nowhere. That's <laughs> definitely not something you should touch when you have a condition like that. And especially if it's such a, like, I've never even heard of that condition. It makes sense. Perfect sense. But to, to have to be in a position where you even have to explain that to people. And it, I'm sure that just the whole process of even, um, voicing that to people can probably even be challenging. Oh yeah. Cause a lot of people kind of look at you kind of sideways and be like, mm, eh, I don't know. I never heard of that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, for sure. Because they don't never heard of it. It can't exist. No, I, I used to work at the DMV. Um, fun fact, I don't know if anyone knows that about me, but I worked at the DMV and I used to do uh, work in the testing area. And there's a lot of people who suffer from serious, like anxiety, um, issues or different type of ailments that cause them to basically like intercombust when they are taking exams. It's called test anxiety. And mm -hmm. I like, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people that was like, okay, you just want me to like baby you through the process. You just don't want to go over there and take it on your own. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I really did think that. And then uh, lo and behold, my oldest daughter, my nine, almost 10 year old, she has severe performance anxiety, which um, also gives her um, test anxiety. And she, th she vomits when she knows she has a test at school today. She's so smart. She gets like 150% on everything. She's a straight A kid. She's definitely my kid, but she gets severe um, physical, physiological uh, reactions to knowing that she has an exam that day. So the point is that, you know, things that you think don't exist 
um, just because you've never heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't. I'm sure right. that that, I mean, how about, how would you say that that affected, do you think that that affected like how um, your career path ended up changing? You know, like you started out doing a certain thing. Um, like you said, you went for, you didn't go for waxing. What was it for then? No. Yeah, I actually, um, I went because I really wanted to do, uh, facials. Like I just kind of thought like, Oh, like waxing's just like an extra perk, I guess. Um, but I really wanted to go for skincare because skin just like when I was in school, it just came so natural to me. And it was like, it was so like almost enlightening, like just being in like beauty school in general was, you know, it was the one place where I felt like I belonged and I really understood the material. Like it was just oh, like that's my like, Mary. Oh my God. That's like really emotional. Like I'm sure, you know what you sound like, I bet you, I don't know if you had this, but I was pregnant when I went to beauty school. So, and I was super grateful because I thought that I was going to end up at a you know, shitty job that I hated for the rest of my life. So to be able to go to beauty school, um, was just a blessing for me. And I was known in school for, um, crying all the time. I would cry like tears of gratitude on my way to school. And so I feel like you probably had some, some similar, um, uh, experience just being so grateful. Like, Oh, I found my place here. Oh yeah, totally. Like I, I just, you know, I, I loved even getting up in the morning, like, cause I went all the way to Paso Robles for beauty school. And oh, wow. was, okay. that was probably like an hour uh, with traffic, like hour 15. That's dedication. School. It was. And oh my God, it, yeah, it was a long, long but even drive, then, long like day. you enjoyed the process because you were just grateful that you found something that you could make a living out of that didn't stress you out. I'm sure. Absolutely. Cause my whole life too, it kind of felt like people were like, I don't want to sound dramatic or like pity me, but it almost felt like people were kind of waiting for me to fail. Like, yeah. Uh, like I know what like other moms of like kids at my school were saying like about me, like, like it's, it's hard not to, you know, oh no, yeah. feel that way. Sometimes. Especially if you're like an empathetic person where you can like see the looks, you can feel the, you can like read between the lines. Like you, it's not oh, like yeah. you're psychic, but you, you have to be, um, really oblivious to not recognize when people are like hardcore judging you. Oh yeah, totally. I so definitely get that. I felt like I belonged when I was in school. Like I loved it. And like I said, I went for, uh, facials. Like I only wanted to do skincare. Uh, I wanted to work at high-end resort spas, which, yes. you know, like when that's big over there in that area, right? Oh yeah. Like around yeah. Pismo beach, um, slow. Like we had really like high-end spas, like dolphin Bay cliffs, Madonna Inn. like yes. some of my central coast gals will probably know immediately mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I knew another girl that was from that area that went to beauty school with me and that was the exact same thing she wanted to do. And it's funny cause I never even knew that was a thing. So when she told mm -hmm. me that I was like, you want to work where, like what? And we have like, I mean, not, it's definitely not ritzy or anything, but we have like the Ojai Valley Inn, and so yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of the girls went and worked there for that exact reason. So how, tell me, how did it, how did you switch from skincare? Like what was the thing? What was the deciding factor switching over to body waxing? Well, um, so I, like I said, like I, as soon as I was out of school, I, I tried to apply to like all these places and I uh, wish somebody would have told me how hard it was to um, get your first like actual SD job. Like if you're not working for yourself, um, I actually worked front desk at a couple of different places, which to be honest, like those of you who are listening, <clears throat> don't do that. 
um it's 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 a I feel like they lie to you when they hire you oh, for yeah. front desk because they always have that promise of oh room for growth we'll move you to the front back yeah, yeah. free free <laughs> training yeah, yeah free training oh no 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 they just hire you as a receptionist it's and they're really upset if you try to take on any other roles. Yeah, I know. Yes, exactly. I've been and I too. also, um, like, you know, the front desk thing was just not working for me. Uh, I actually applied at Massage Envy uh, in Arroyo Grande. And, um, you know, I talked to the manager and I thought, oh, hell yeah. Like, this is, this is it. She likes me. Like, she sees how bad I want to do this. Uh, she's bound to hire me. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But I did not get it. Uh, I was not hired. Um, I was pretty crushed because, you know, I again, I wanted to do this so bad. But shortly after uh, my interview, I actually got an email from the owner of European Wax Center. And she wanted me to come work for her. And she was really impressed with my resume and all that. And actually, I turned it down. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, That wasn't your dream. Yeah. 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 I was still so set on like wanting to do uh, facials and everything. Um, I turned down and I still like, you know, kept my desk job. But then I ended up being like, you know what? Like I should just give it a chance. You know, like it could open other doors. So I decided to, you know, call uh, the owner of European Wax Center back and I ended up working there. And, you know, it wasn't facials, but I needed to do some ST work before I let myself get too disconnected from our industry because that happens a lot. All the time. All the time. Like majority. I I would say the majority. Yeah, definitely. And And uh, so you ended up when I, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know a lot about European Wax Center. Um, Is that like um, hourly? Is it commission? How does, how does it work there? Uh, you know, they used to be commissioned until California actually took that away. Okay. Uh, so now they are just hourly, but, um, I started working there and I actually, fun fact, I was also attempting to go to nursing school. <laughs> you were ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried, but, um, it, it long, long story short, it didn't work out, but well, I could imagine, especially with your condition, like, yes. Oh yeah. Tons that, of science and science is just math. So, yeah, totally. And so I I had to stop, but, um, my heart wasn't really in it. I was just doing it for the money, to be honest. Yeah. And I personally don't really recommend that people ever pursue a career just for the money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't do it guys. Um, but so getting into waxing was never even about like money or anything like that either. It was just kind of an opportunity that presented itself and you took it. Yeah. I started training and like, am I allowed to swear? Oh yeah. This is okay, definitely cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, I was scared shitless to mm-hmm. whack somebody, especially like doing a Brazilian. Cause it's like, Oh my the God. Tender like, parts. <laughs> yes. It's the tender parts. I was so scared, but, um, you know, I, I wondered if, uh, I made a huge mistake like during training. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That imposter syndrome starts kicking yeah, in. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, training week was over and I was still there. I was loving it. I ended up, you know, getting better and better at everything, but especially at Brazilians, like once, um, like I had each Brazilian client, like a day that week. And then that month, um, you know, I got the hang of it and it ended up being like my favorite service. 
Wow. I, yeah. <laughs> I can't relate. I can't relate. Cause that's just not, it's just not for me. And I, I am so grateful for people like you because, um, I could refer my clients to people like you because it just was never something that I desired to do. I always just wanted to, when I went to beauty school, I went for makeup. I had been a makeup artist already in the bridal industry for five years before I went to beauty school. So I just wanted to get my license so I could be legit. It, makeup was never supposed to be like a career path. I was going to college so I could be, become a professor. That was the plan. Um, and so this, this funny, same thing, like it just kind of happened. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, I fell into, to makeup and it became something that started becoming more and more serious. So my husband was like, why don't you just go to beauty school, get your license so you could have this as your side job to put you through, you know, college and university and finish all of that. So I can totally relate to that. It just happened that way. And then I found it was almost like therapy to me when I was doing these, this service that if I, anyone who knows me knows I rarely wear makeup. So the, it was very ironic that someone like me, um, this plain Jane really took to doing makeup uh, professionally. So I totally get that. And I think that that's like the most beautiful part about, um, becoming any type of, you know, trade is that you, there's so there's so much opportunity out there and it's so important to like wet your feet in each thing that you could potentially, even if you think you wouldn't do it, it you never know where it's going to lead you. What, why would you say though, if I can, if I can know, mm-hmm. um, why would you say it's your favorite? Like, well, how did, what was it about it? Um, honestly, it was, I think it was the confidence of like, you know, having a client come in, um, get up on the table and, you know, they're, they're scared too. <laughs> like right, at least yes. some people are at least for the first like appointment. Um, but then afterwards, you know, like they just kind of light up, like they get up off the table and you can literally just see like something different in them. Like, like a deep confident. breath. They take a deep breath. Like, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I get and, it. Yeah. They just, it, it, I think it's just that confidence of like, people trusting in you and then being confident, like in their own skin afterwards too. Like, I, I just love that feeling. Well, and then I- I'm sure quickly, uh, you know, quickly, since you enjoyed it, you got really good at it, which in turn, um, became like your reputation. And then people were like, Oh, I want her. Did that happen? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I ended up getting like so excited over these little Yelp reviews that I would find too, for, uh, my location. Well, especially uh, given your history would, like you said, you know, you struggled so long and that, like just in school in general, and not only that, but even socially, you had, you know, these adults who were thinking poorly of you and stuff. And then to have now a whole new, you know, group of people who just will literally trust you with their most delicate parts. Yes. Um, you know, it's like a total three, uh, 180, you know, you're like, oh my God, this oh, is yeah. amazing. Totally. And I think that like also made a huge, like you know, impact as well with like, just that feeling of like, people want to come to me, like people request me, like I am like that bitch you know, person. Yeah, I am that bitch. Like, yes. I'm, I'm the bitch that they look forward to seeing every I love that. week. I'm that Brazilian bitch. <laughs> Brazilian <laughs> That's so freaking cool. I feel like um, a lot of times just that comp it's, it's kind of like comp- the word is confidence that we're, I'm hearing right now. It's confidence on your end plus confidence on their end. So it was like a win-win situation. You felt really good about this service you're providing and they felt really good about the service that they got. And that is a match made in heaven when it comes to being a business owner. That is, that's so funny. It's because sometimes you'll hear, I have friends in the industry who I ask them, oh, why did you pick lashes? And they all, like a lot of times they'll say, well, it made the most money. 
And, and so to hear a story that has nothing to do with that, obviously we have bills to pay, obviously, you know, we, the yeah. money, money factors in, but the fact that your story really has more so to do with like fulfillment and then like the, the experience that you're giving your clients, I feel like everyone can learn from that. Like, don't worry so much about what's, what you're fast at. Don't worry so much about how uh, much money something makes, because no matter what it is, you can make a lot of money doing it. For example, I hate paying somebody to mow my lawn, but yet I do it. Right. And it's right. so simple. My husband can do it. We have a lawnmower, we have all the things and it could be free, but we just don't have the time or don't want to make the time. Don't want to deal with the inconvenience. Right. So you yeah. pay someone to do it as something as simple as that. Ironically, mowing your lawn. That's funny. I just pulled that one <laughs> randomly. That was not intentional, but yeah, like no matter what it is you do, it could be eyebrow waxing. It could be, um, just facial waxing in general, no matter what it is that you want to do, even if you might think like, Oh, well, brow waxing is only this much. Well, they only charge this much. You, if you're a special specialist in that field, you can charge whatever the hell you want. I think we, we think that, Oh, that service doesn't make a lot. Well, if you perfect it and you find ways to capitalize and really just optimize your income, you can make a lot of money doing literally anything. There's people who literally charge people for the smallest thing that you wouldn't think you would pay for. But then that just means you need to target a different audience. Not everyone's going to pay, you know, a hundred dollars for a Brazilian wax, but some people will. I actually just had this conversation today and I won't say who it was, but there was a lady that I was speaking with and she was talking about how, um, she gets lash lifts every six to eight weeks with this girl and that that girl is going to be increasing her prices to $150. And she's like, I just think that that's outrageous, like blah, blah, blah. And I kind of got offended because mine are about that much too. So I told her, I was like, well, um, that's how much about I charge. That's pretty, that's not outrageous. I mean, it's also not cheap, but it's not outrageous. And, um, she said, well, I just know that it doesn't take very long to do. And I know the process of how it works. So think just because I know that it, it makes me think like, I'm not going to pay that much for it. And then she goes on to tell me that, um, I mentioned, well, you know, one of, she mentioned that a relative of hers is very creative and detail oriented. So I said, oh, well, why don't you, why don't you have that relative of yours, you know, learn how to do it and do it for you. And I, this was a, intentional. I was setting her up because she was like, Oh, well, she's not a licensed beautician. And I was like, Oh, well, but at least she'll do it for free. She can buy the kit off Amazon and do it to you for free. And she was like, no, like I would only go to a professional. And I said, Oh, so you'll only go to a trained licensed professional, but you want to to keep on paying your $80 that Mm -hmm. you're paying. And those two things don't make sense. They don't add up. And so my point here is that, yes, there are people who do lash lifts for $40, but there's also people who do them for 150. And so there's the whole point of like, how much should I charge? Um, because I'm going to compare myself to everyone else is really just backwards. So whatever it is that you pick, um, just make sure that you enjoy doing it and that people that you're servicing enjoy you doing it to them too. I think that's a big part. So I'm grateful you oh. mentioned the Yelp reviews. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you know, like getting to connect with people too is like, it sounds really cliche, but like, it's kind of like filling each other's cups. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And if, and it's one thing, if you like what you're doing, but if the people don't like what you're doing for them, it's going to be short lived. So that's a really important part. You might think that your, that your jam is, um, lash extent, wispy lash extensions, right? Because it's all the rage. It's all over. Mm -hmm. It sells really well on Instagram. But if your clients don't like your work, then you either need to change, you know, improve on your work 
or you need to change your clientele. So the point here is that you have to find something that not only you enjoy, but that, um, the people enjoy. And if you are struggling, if anyone listening is struggling with that, um, do you have any tips on like how they can figure that out? They're like, Hey, well, I kind of like everything. Like, how would you recommend someone to get into a specialty? That's a good question. Um, I would say just take the time that you are in school to try everything like, I mean, look Amazing. at me, Great I, I, just, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a body waxer. Like I wanted to do facials. Um, but you know, that ended up not being like the path that I took, but had you uh, been stubborn, had you been like stuck in your, in your mind, you know, who knows where you, you would be, you might've went and stayed at your, you know, desk job. Exactly. And like, I still gave facials like for like friends and family, yeah. but you know, after, you know, waxing for like a pretty hot minute. Um, I give a facial to a friend and I just didn't really have that fire under the way that I did like doing waxes, you know, all day long, especially if you get into the field. And this is not to say that more mature women wouldn't experience this, but especially if you're getting to this field really young, you don't know anything, bro. Like when you're 19 and 20, you think, you know what you want to do with your life, but you don't even know who you are. So (laughs) yes, exactly. Keyword (laughs) think. So being flexible and open-minded is really important because you never know what opportunities are going to come like with Stephanie or um, what's going to resonate better with you. Like, like with me. So I, I, I really like that you say that, like, try everything. And when, like you said, when you're in school, it doesn't matter because you're not getting paid to be there. So you might as well take advantage of the fact that you're learning how to do everything. Yeah. I really like that. You said that too, that like going to school so young, uh, I was 18 when I went to esthetician. I was like, I took a summer off and I truly like, didn't know anything like, so I want to add, like, don't be sad if, you know, it works out in a different way than you planned. Like, you know, you can always do both or you can always add something on. Absolutely. Like, if, like, I still like, am not feeling like my own cup. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad. Like it's, it's your business. Like it's your life. You can still do what you want. Um, I think it's a common misconception that if you're a specialist in one thing, that that's all you can do. Like I was a specialist in, um, eyelash extensions and yet I still did makeup and I still do till this day. I do it for fun at this point The, Mm -hmm. the it's not, it doesn't make me a ton of compared to my other, you know, things that I do. It's the least, you know, it, it's the least thing that makes me money, but I still do it. And people still come to me and tell me like, I won't go to anyone else. I want to get married next year. Like, when are you available? <laughs> because I won't have anyone else do my makeup. So my point is like, some people think that, oh, if I'm a lash specialist, then I can't do anything else. No. Now, one thing I will say though, is if you uh, want to do multiple things, I recommend starting with one, mastering it and getting a bunch of people to be your clients that way. And then adding a new one, kind of like what you just said right now, like you can add them the mistake I see. Cause I hear this thing all the time that says you can't be a Jack of all trades. I I'm going to be the one to argue with that. You can do everything, but you have to do one at a time. Like there's no way you're going to become a master at facials, uh, waxing, lashes, lash lifts, uh, makeup all at the same time. It's just not possible. Our brains don't work that way. So if you want to do all the above, you know, go, go for it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm here for it, but you gotta, 
kind of do, because it depends on the type of person you are. Not everyone likes the monotony of doing the same service every day or even in the same genre. Some people want to do one day doing all skincare, one do, day doing lashes, one day, you know, some people like yeah. that. It, it makes sense for their brain um, and their mental health. So I'm all for that, but just kind of like, you know, one thing at a time, it's so much easier exactly. to sell new services than to find new clients. New services to the same clients is going to make you a lot more money. So oh, yeah. that's always my recommendation. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing all that. I didn't know so much and I'm really grateful that you felt comfortable to share that. And um, I also wanted to let everyone else here know that's listening in that she is here located in Ventura County um, and that she is accepting appointments. So if, um, do you happen to do trainings like outside of school? Yeah, um, I am actually working on a uh, Brazilian masterclass at the oh moment. Oh my God, that would be amazing. I know that there's not a lot of those, so. No, there's not. Um, so everybody kind of stay tuned to uh, hear more about that. Yes. Um, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and link all of Stephanie's stuff in um, the description box below. I'll book her booking link as well. I mean, I'll place her booking link as well um, as her Instagram handle. So that way you guys can check her out. Um, let us know um, where, where they can find you, what your Instagram handle is, and also maybe any um, thing that you would like to share. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> Lots yeah, of yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, on Instagram, you can find me at um, lowercase everything smooth um, underscore operator underscore waxing. I love Shotty. Dude, right? Yes. <laughs> I love puns too. I'm, I'm a sucker yes, for puns. Me too. And my <laughs> my dad is like the cheesiest ever. And he loves Shotty. He wanted that's why he wanted to name me. Actually, that was supposed to be my name, but my mom was like, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, so. Um, but yeah, so Instagram handle, um, and then you said you're going to be having some trainings up soon, pretty soon. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's um, so exciting. Within the next month or so, nice. um, okay. by May, uh, still kind of working out the details on that, but, um, Brazilian masterclass. Yeah. That's so exciting. Okay. Well, I, um, am really excited for that. I know that I will have people to send your way. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you contact Stephanie and thank you so much, Stephanie, because you definitely shared a lot of value. And I know for me, like my path, like I said, is totally different from yours. So I really appreciate that you're, that you were very open and I hope that everybody enjoyed this and reaches out to you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley, for having me. This was super fun.